What is up and welcome back to the Dog Dish. It's episode three and today's episode is the Captain's Run Round 10 Preview. We take on the Knights tomorrow night, Friday night, 6pm at Magic Round, which means it's at Suncorp. It is our home game, but it's up at Brisbane, up at Suncorp. And yeah, as I said, we take on the Knights at 6pm. It's a spoon bowl it's going to be called a, a spoon bowl before, during, and after the game. We're probably going to be ripped to shreds no matter how the game goes because it's going to be it's, – it's, it might be an ugly game. Let's put it that way, especially off based off the Canberra game we just played. We were pretty average, and we are in dire need for a win. But guess what? So are the Newcastle Knights. It's going to be one of the all-time spoon bowls, and – it's meant to be wet as well at Magic Round. It's been raining all week. I've, like, I've seen people slowly making their way up to Brisbane, and I've seen photos of the ground of Suncorp, and it is wet. The ground is pretty... It's flooded. To some degree, it is flooded. So it's going to be very, very wet footy, which makes the Spoon Bowl already an average game of football, potentially. It's going to be even worse than you can imagine. So it should be a great game as a Doggies fan. It could end up being quite painful, but we are currently the favourites um, heading into the game. It's the first time we've been we've been favourites this season. I don't remember the last time we were favourites. I know we won the last round last year, and I don't think we were favourites for even that game. I genuinely, it's been a while since we've been favourites, so I don't know how we've done that. I, I suppose we are one like position above the Knights, but... I personally think I think the Bulldogs will get the win. Let's be honest. We're going to win easily. Easily. But without further ado, let's get into the uh, the starting lineups. Uh, for the Bulldogs, there isn't any changes 1-17. to 17. However, there's some pretty exciting news in the reserves, which means I in a couple of hours, based on when I'm recording this, or later tomorrow... There may be a few changes, but currently we have Matt Dufty at fullback, Brent Naden and the Fox, the fastest man on the planet, robbed of some tries last week. They're the wingers. Uh, Naden had a bit of an average game last week. Hopefully he can turn that around. Uh, Shop and Avarillo are the centers. Loving Aaron Shop at the moment. Uh, some news uh, with the future of the centers too, breaking during the week. We'll come back to that. Uh, Matt Burden, he had an absolute standout game last week. He put up like 80 fantasy points, and he had a cracking game. Scored his first try in the blue and white, not including the trial game. So he's at 5'8". Flano keeps his halfback spot. He's doing well. Uh, Thompson and Vaughn are our front rowers with Jeremy Marshall King at hooker. He's he's retaining his spot, but Josh Cook is sneaking up on him in the reserves. Uh, Corey Waddell and Tavita Pangai Jr. are the second rowers. Corey Waddell, he's he's got beads of sweat falling down his face with the news that oh, I don't know if the news broke during the week, but based on some mix-ups in the reserves, we'll come to that. I'm excited to break that news. Uh, Josh Jackson, he's at lock again. Still don't know how I feel about Jackson at lock. I feel like we're better with a, a better ball player at lock or just like Jackson's a front rower for me. But anyway, Bailey Biondiodo, he keeps his 14 jersey despite Wakeham being ready to play. Uh, Stimson and Max King, they keep their bench spots. And um, Chris Patolo, he jumps onto the bench in replacement of Ava Samuel Ifege. 
And then our reserves, we have Cook, Topine, Wakem, Ockenbaugh, that uh, Paul Alamotti, we touched on him last week, how he's back from injury. But the big news, ladies and gentlemen, Raymond Batala Mariner is back. He's been named in the number 23 jersey. How good would it be to see him run around in the 23? He's back for his first game since, I believe, round two, either round two 2020 or 2021. He's had a long time between drinks. Last time he was playing, he was one of our best players, playing off Kieran Foran on the left edge, scoring tries every week. He was a brilliant player. He played for New Zealand. When we first got him, he got hurt in a New Zealand game. But the story goes with this this injury. He had surgery on his foot last year, and Gus Gould has confirmed this. The original surgeon was doing the surgery and made his injury worse, and that's why it's taken him so long. But I've seen him around at games. He's in good spirits, and boy, I hope he can uh, like get into the squad this weekend. But if if not this weekend, it looks like he will be back playing footy uh, very soon, and hopefully he's back to what he used to be able to do because he really was one of our best players. Uh, the Knights have Kalen Ponger at fullback. They have Edric Lee and Dominic Young on the wings, and that excites me a little bit. That does excite me because I believe Matt Burden will be able to torture Edric Lee and Dominic Young with his bombs because they're not known for their... They're not known to be good handlers of the ball. They do make mistakes quite often, and especially in the wet, Matt Burden might make it an absolute nightmare for them. And the kicking game, it might come down to the kicking. And somehow, we have the more experienced halves. Somehow. Atuala and Bradman Best are at center. Tex Hoy at 5'8", for the Knights with Adam Clune at halfback. I'm not sure how many games they've played together as a pairing. It can't be many, I if if any. But that's that's how we've got the more experienced half pairings because they've got Tex Hoy and Adam Clune. Clemmer and Saifidi, uh, Daniel Saifidi are the front rowers with Chris Randall at hooker. Mitch Barnett comes back into their squad after the suspension he copped for his grub dirty act against the Panthers. Fitzgibbon is the other second row with Leo Thompson at lock, they've got Phoenix Crossland, the, the young kid at 14, with Jacob Saifidi, Pasami Solo, and Matt Crocker on the bench. Ex-Bulldog Suosai Su is named at number 19. Keep an eye on him. Interesting to see if he gets a start. But yeah, that's how the Knights line up. And when you look at it on paper, boy, we are a chance. We're a chance to get a win this week. We need the win. I personally think Knights need a win more than we need a win. But, man, this is up for grabs, and I think we can take it. But if you thought the Raymond Fatala Mariner news was big, wait till I drop this bomb on you. Jacob Carraz, the rookie center, he carved up the Broncos two weeks ago, and he has re-signed until 2024. We have locked in the rookie center until 2024. I can't wait to see him play every week. He's not in the top 30, but the NRL rules are if, you're not in the top 30. You can play every week after round 11. And guess what? It's round 10 this week, which means it's only one more week until we say, see Jacob Carraz back on the park, hopefully. I would personally put Jacob Carraz to center and Avrilo to the bench. Some people are saying run Carraz on the wing. I can handle that as well. He needs to be in the squad. He was so good against the Broncos, and I want to see him out there. But on top of the re-signing, I believe re-signing him means he will get promoted to the top 30. 
in that last top 30 spot. So it won't even matter with the NRL rules that he's allowed to play after round 11. Even if that's not true. It is true. But if it wasn't, it doesn't matter. I think he's going to get promoted. And I am pumped about it because I love Jacob Crace. He's a Lebanese. He's a Bulldogs junior. How good. Him and Shop in the centers, both Bulldogs juniors, both born in 2001. It doesn't get any better. They are the future and we need to build our club around blokes like them. Um, Yeah. But that's... That's the Jacob Carras news. And then, as I touched on before, just finally, Magic Round. It's going to be a wet weekend. Obviously, all eight games at Suncorp. The Bulldogs are blessed to be playing the first game. We're kicking off Magic Round uh, with the 6 p.m. time slot because there's no Thursday night footy. The Thursday game's on the Sunday. And so, the reason that's beneficial for the Bulldogs is because come Saturday night and Sunday, the ground is going to be atrocious. Like, it's already bad enough with all the water. And then, you imagine, like, playing five Five after about four or five games, back to back to back on that grass, it's going to be a nightmare to play on. So we are super blessed to be playing Friday. We get it over and done with. Hopefully, we come away with no injuries. That's the main concern uh, out of Magic Round. There's going to be lots of injuries. Hopefully, we avoid that. And let's just hope the Bulldogs get in there, rip and tear, and come away with a much-needed win, and we'll jump away from the wooden spoon. We'll be a whole win ahead of the Knights if we can beat them. If we lose, we're going to be on the bottom of the ladder, so let's let's hope that doesn't happen. I don't want to win two wooden spoons in a row. We beat the Roosters. We played pretty poorly against the Raiders, but we can beat the Knights. I believe that. They're one of the few teams uh, we beat, I th- not last year, but the year before, and that was an absolute torrential rain game. So we have proved before that we can do it, we don't have Kieran Foran anymore, so Kalen Ponga can't take his ankles at Magic Round again. That's a bit of a throwback for you. But if you're a Doggies fan and you're in Brisbane or you have a bunch of money, fly up to Brisbane, get to the game, get behind the boys, and let's bring home a W. I'm Winston Neville. This is the Dog Dish Captain's Run. Enjoy your Round 10 Magic Round Rugby League.